welcome to Dynastream's podcast, I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Hello, my friends. I want to encourage you this morning from Habakkuk chapter 2. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it, for the vision is yet an appointed time. But at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. For though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. So I want to um, really encourage you with that. That was actually verses 2 and 3 from chapter 2. And as you continue to pursue God and how much He loves you on a daily basis, there will be elements in your life that will show you the root of the struggles that you have been going through that you may not even be aware of where it came from, how it came in, of why it's causing such turmoil and division. And as I was processing something from a previous day, I was writing things out, seeking the Lord. What does this mean? Why is this coming at me? What do I do with the information that I am seeing? What do I do with the details? And as God has me bring it to him, I am always amazed and yet expectant. I expect God to show up. I expect him to speak to me. And yet I'm still always in awe and amazement when he does, how he does, and how detailed. And as I, again, I go to a place I had never been. This is a different place than the one I encouraged you before. And I'm having to rehome my son's dog. Because where I stay, she doesn't want the dog here. He is not welcome. She doesn't like him. Doesn't like big dogs. Doesn't like the hair and all the details that go into having a bigger dog. And respectfully, when someone is older and cannot walk, the dog is too strong. Yes, you don't want something that is stronger than you. And it kind of reminds me of you bind the strong man in order to access the house. And when God wants to restore something, he's going to bind a strong man from your past that is hindering your present as you try to gain freedom for your future. Because remember, his future is good and not evil to give you hope in a future. So I want to encourage you because it really stood out to me as uh, many times the things that we, we, the things that we read, the things that we watch, the things that we hear, many of those things today are laden with details to get you hooked, to get you mesmerized. It is so filled with psychological things in order to get you to point you in a particular direction. 
And when I see words on a screen and I see lots of background stuff behind it, your brain is still absorbing those things of the background. The bubbles, the pictures, and all of that subliminally, subliminally getting into your subconscious while you're reading the words because you're focusing on them and there's authority. And where there's authority, where there's extreme focus, there's also hypnotic impact. Look it up, research it for yourself because there will be something you discover. Um, Why and how, but it's how God leads you, where he leads you. Because he's going to lead you into all truth for your life, for your circumstances, for your current struggles, for the current and upcoming victory. And what I want to share with you as I was notating these, as I have for a long time going, Lord, what do I do with this? Because nobody wants to listen. Nobody listens. Because it's used so prevalently. I want to encourage you. So I wrote, there was a vision yesterday, and I wrote it. Because the word said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets. So I wrote it, I made it plain, and I put it someplace. And so I'm going to read it. Because I also believe verbally, there's also a picture that will be made made plain on tablets. That maybe will give you your vision made plain on tablets. Or maybe it's the vision of your life and how as you write it out, it begins to make sense. And so, as you know, and from previous encouragements, my son had recently um, passed on to be with the Lord. And I know God speaks and uses all things together for his good and for his glory. And so I'm going to read what I wrote, the vision that I wrote. Right after I wrote, though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. So I'm going to read the vision that I wrote. The vision. A female goose sitting on her nest at the base of a tree. The male goose came at me with hissing sound and extended tongue as he expressed his anger and dominance. The vision, experience, and scene as I exited my car, a location I had never been, at a pond-based park adjacent to a city building and next to a children's play area. To meet and greet a family to adopt my son's dog. Then, during the meet and greet, two young boys on their bikes arrive. They park them across, or they park them and come over asking, can I pet your dog? The sight, a young man, one of the young men, reminded me of my son around the age when we moved to a dark city. His voice was like his. He pets the dog with permission and lovingly says, Purebred, good boy. This family man I did not know, but informed his daughter that they were meeting a friend and catching up so he could meet the dog and not break his daughter's heart if they didn't like the dog. This man had looked at the husky, which is the dog. This man had looked at the husky and says, Looks like some wolf in him. Young man, like my younger version of my son, with a similar voice, had said, purebred, good boy. That was the end of the written vision. It was an incredible experience for me personally. 
but to encourage you. There is incredible detail in this vision. This vision was the actual scene, like a story I could have told you. But God had had me write it out, write the vision. And there are so many details from my childhood of what this vision means. Things from my son's childhood when we moved to a new city and potentially what he experienced. But the, also the confirmation in my heart that God would give me with that scene. When I wanted to raise my son up in the way he should go. And when he was younger, he thought everyone should know Jesus. And then we moved to this city, which would later become known as that dark city. And you see, the young man's voice, his hair, it reminded me of my son approaching. Can I pet your dog? He asked permission. He didn't just barge in. He didn't just come up here and demand. Can I pet your dog? How many adults do not ask if they can pet him? And he jumps up on him and they're upset that he jumps up on him. They did not have permission to pet or approach the dog. And he's a large dog. He loves everybody. He's a good dog. Purebred, good boy. And I just want to really encourage you how God will use so many details. A familiar voice of the sun. A familiar vision of the sun. In a place I had never been. Adjacent to a city building on a pond at a park where many children play. So I want to encourage you that as God brings together the details with the truth that says, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. See, what that man looked upon and saw, in his mind, he's looking upon, hmm, I see some wolf in him. That was not truth. The truth is he's purebred good boy. He is a good dog. Pure, bred, good boy. You see, God reassured my heart. As a mom, I fought for him. As you're fighting for your family, your loved ones, God will give you the encouragement. Everything you've fought for, everything you've stood for, and remember the encouragement of stand, the victory, the blessing getting rid of the valueless because there is value and worth because of who you are in Christ. That God would give such detail in this vision of the roots of things, of the Son with truth confirming and the whole picture of the root of many other things that I have fought for, I've stood for, I believed, I have tried to make it plain, and nobody would listen.
They didn't want to listen because of the vision, the pieces, the places, the situation. But how God would use a young man, a boy, like a son, like my son, that I would get it, I would understand. He will do the same in your life that you understand. Some details that you understand, it makes sense to you. And you could describe it to someone else and they'll mock it, they'll condemn it, and immediately the enemy will come to try to steal it away. But when you have peace in your heart, And all of the details, God will use it for his glory. And when he gives you the truth in scripture, someone else may give you other scriptures, other details. There'll be just an overwhelm of details in your life. But God is the one who lets you know, this is the important things that I need you to know. And he won't say it in those words but you'll have it in your heart. What is God, like, what are you trying to do? What is God teaching you? I've had this scripture before. And I just, I had self-doubt. Because who am I to do that? But God's confidence is greater because he can do far greater than you can think or imagine. And so if you struggle with who am I to do that, what's the significance of this? I want to encourage you that as you step out in faith and obedience with what God is asking you to do, He can do far greater with that than anything you could plan and strategize with the biggest of of something. I don't even know. The most utmost of thing that you think that you've got it all down and can do it on your own. You've got the plan. You've got... It all planned out for five or ten years. And yes, those are great. But when you have the natural disasters, you have things that out of your control, those plans shift and change. But when it's God's plan and His timing and His vision, He can use every detail to bring about victory and blessing and I have to look at it again because it was another one. The victory and the blessing when you stand, ah, and you rise up. And you see, when we went to that meet and greet with a vision, there was a little girl who fell. But you know what the best part? She got back up. She didn't stay in that place. She didn't stay there thinking everything is over. She got back up and continued to walk. So I want to encourage you with that. The victory isn't in the accomplishment or the destination. The victory is in the journey when you get back up. And many times it's not in your own strength because you don't think you can really do it. But when you're seeking God, you're in His Word, you're praying, you're worshiping, He can do far greater with that than anything you could do on your own. And I do want to encourage you to be attentive to the details. The purest of the word is written, make it plain on tablets 
So I want to encourage you with the things that you see. Are they on plain tablets? Are they all this fancy background, all this fancy stuff? Is the background even real? With all of the technology today, people could be sitting in front of you with the, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> the digital background that isn't even real. And if they move too much too fast, you can tell the digitizing um, pieces can't keep up. So if they just sit still, the background looks so real. Is everyone's background real that is presenting to you? Don't know. But God will give you a gut instinct. Some, something's not right. Something's not this. Or this is good. This is pure. This is holy. But trust God in the direction that he is taking you. Okay. And that's an important piece. Trust God. I'm not asking you to trust me and what I just said or what I'm telling you. The encouragement to you to trust God, where he's leading you. When I give you these encouragements, where is he leading you on your journey? Is it into a particular chapter? Is it what I don't know? But what I do know is as I step out in faith and courage, because some of these things are very personal, and as I step out in faith and courage, in a place that I think I am so unworthy to do this, that the situation and circumstances, I'm like, Lord, but, and every time I struggle with that, the same with you, when you struggle with that, God will reassure you, your circumstances do not determine your identity. Your circumstances do not determine how God is able to do things. Because nothing is impossible for him. And with him, all things are possible. And I still cling to that belief. Even in my most private times, crying out to God, but God, but God, he will answer you. So if you're in those private times and you're crying out to him and you hear the truth and you're like, but God, it's okay. Cry out to him those things and then listen to him. What word has he given you? What encouragement has he given you? Because I've stood in that field and I've yelled at God with his word. I yelled at him saying, you said. And then with tears streaming down my face, he also reminds me, yes, what I said. He encouraged me right back. Because he knew my heart wasn't, you know, to have the power over him, anger, whatever. My heart was, I'm trying to believe, but it's really difficult. It's really challenging. Lord, where are you? I'm believing by faith. Where are you? He will show up in ways that you may not understand. The enemy will try to imitate and mock him. That's why you must be in his word. You must be in prayer. And ask God what he's speaking. What is he showing you? And he will begin to reveal the mysteries in your past, in your present, in your future. Because to God, it's all one. There's no past, present, future. It's just, it's timeless for him. Because he is the one who was, who is, who is to come. So I want to encourage you with this. Even if you go to Habakkuk chapter 2. And read it through. Write the vision. Make it plain. 
He's not asking for the complexities and the perfect because in the world, for something to be perfectly written, others will edit it. They'll take this out. They'll put that in. They'll put this and then make it. They put a hook. They put all kinds of stuff in it to draw the attention, to establish the plot, to do this and to do that. And yes, Jesus spoke in parables. But there's going to be times when the purity of what you're writing is how God is going to use it the most. Maybe it doesn't make for the best book, but you know what? We've already got the best book out there. It's called the Bible. And yes, there seems like there's a lot of conflicting things and a lot of things that we don't understand. That's so we're not relying just on that. We're going to him. Lord, help me make sense of this because I don't understand. Help me make sense of this when there are things that maybe we don't have answers to and we can't ever because I don't know. And I don't. And the greatest theologian of all time isn't going to know everything in that book because only God does. These are translated by man. God-inspired, man-written. But God can use the written word that he inspired. He will use it. And though I stumble, though I fail God every single day, though I stumble through these encouragements and they are not perfect, I'm not pointing you to what I can do. My encouragement to you is to point you to who God is, what he can do, what he is speaking to you. And my encouragements are to help you understand some of the things that may be coming at you, that the world does not want you to know. The world does not want you to know the mysteries of God and how he can help you and lead you and guide you into all truth. He's doing it for each and every one of us every single day. You're not expected to be perfect, but God can do a perfect work. And I've said that to you before. You don't have to be perfect or do perfect for God to do a perfect work. So write the vision, make it plain, get into his word, allow him to speak, to lead, to direct. He'll show you more than you ever dreamed possible. He'll bring the healing. He'll show you what he set free. Are you looking for it? Are you looking for God to show up in your life? If you're not looking for him and you're just onto your daily task, look for him. How is he speaking to you? Does it align with truth? Does it align with his scripture? Does it align with his character? There are so many names for God. But he is the one true God who loves you and will consistently pursue you in a way that lets you know you are loved. Not in a way that you are condemned or in fear and all this. There is a reverent fear then there is the enemy fear. And that's between you and God to wrestle out. And I say wrestle out because it is an internal struggle. But that internal struggle with God always brings forth peace. Because he is the prince of peace. Let him restore that peace to you with whatever he is revealing to you, even while you listen to this encouragement. 
God will use that to bring you more peace in your life so that that strong stance for who he is in the midst of a storm can touch so many people to point them to who he is and how much he loves us. So I just want to encourage you today with write the vision. He'll help you to understand it even as you write it. As soon as I began to write it, so many things started to fall into place. Like my spirit was putting that puzzle together. My spirit was showing me even more detail because my spirit, the Holy Spirit in me was teaching me as I stepped out in obedience to write the vision, to make it plain that he may run who reads it because there may be details in that vision that somebody needs as hope and encouragement for their life for someone else's life that you may never be able to reach because you are human, but God can reach them through your obedience and your faith. I know it's pretty amazing. And so for you today, be encouraged. God will use all that you are doing, all that you are being. He will use your heart for him, the love you have for him. He will use it all for his glory And to show you how much he loves you and always has and always will. So be encouraged, my friend, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the circumstances. God will meet you right where you're at. And he will show up with the familiar voice of the sun. Because whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And he came to set at liberty, those who are oppressed. So know that the truth will never return void. It will accomplish that for which it is sent. So I bless you with that in Jesus' name. And may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast. I said a prayer for you today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there.